How can you reach your health and fitness goals without feeling overwhelmed or defeated? I learned things the hard way when I started my journey almost a decade ago. Now I run an online business dedicated to helping women avoid all of the mistakes I made along the way. In this podcast, I share the lessons I've learned in my own journey and in helping hundreds of women through theirs. If you want real results and an approach that is sustainable for, well, real life, then the Fit to Live podcast with your host, me, Sydney Tollett, is going to be your new best friend. I'll see you inside. Hello, you guys, and welcome back to the podcast. So today I have an interview for you guys. So this is going to be with my client, Yana, and I wanted to bring her on because, I mean, not only has she had just a great transformation and I've posted it on my Instagram, I posted it on my TikTok, but I think that she definitely is going to have a perspective that resonates with so many of you guys. I know that, um, you know, so many people who I talk to, they're just scared to try a new approach. Maybe you know that, okay, what I'm currently doing is not working for me, or maybe, you know, you know that you need to spend some time working on hormones or like whatever, whatever it is. I think that this is going to give you just some really good encouragement and perspective. So I'm really excited for this interview. I just wanted to intro it quickly, but with that being said, enjoy the interview and let's get into the episode. Welcome back to my podcast, you guys. So today I have on a long time client of mine. Um, and I'm really excited for you guys to listen to this conversation. So I think we've been working together for a little over a year. I think you signed up in October of 2022. Yeah. That's so crazy. Um, so she's been through a lot of changes just like with my coaching, like I've updated the resources. I think I changed even like how I did check-ins because now I do like the video feedback. And I know that you started when it was like the audio I'm sure there's been a lot of other changes too. Uh, like I'm like always like upgrading things. Um, but before we get into the conversation, I'll just kind of let you like briefly introduce yourself. So just like name, location, age, and then maybe like a favorite food. I'll put you on the spot. <laughs> just something fun. That's a tough one. <laughs> um, so my name is Yana and I live in Edmonton, Alberta, Canada. And um, I'm 39. I just turned 39. Um, and what's my favorite food? That's a good question. I don't. I don't know. I have to be honest that I would. I just love to go out for a good burger or something, that something works. like that. That works. That's always good. Do you have like a favorite like mac like macro friendly like dessert thing that you do? Macro friendly dessert. I do make these like pumpkin blondies. Ooh. that are so good they're made with like al- almond flour and coconut sugar and they just taste really good oh that does sound good yeah <laughs> like you should put that in the in the client group message I'm sure people would like that because I feel like all I ever recommend is like my pancake bowl because that's like all I ever have um well okay so we are going to talk about just your journey as a whole um and I want to give like just some spark notes of it and then I'll get into the questions for you um but I know like from your intake form and this is just like kind of for the listeners like just have background on what we're going to talk about so she wanted to lose body fat feel more confident very like typical goals have more energy less brain fog 
So one of the first things that I wanted to do was like, get your food up for a while, get you into a better spot, obviously, before we um, dieted. And we're kind of skipping over in the spark notes, all the middle part, because that's what we're going to talk about. But we have lost body fat. We've made honestly, some really impressive like body recomp changes. I get comments on your stuff all the time. I've actually gotten clients from like your posts, like on my Instagram, just because people are like, oh my gosh, like that's crazy. Um, Especially with like the Dutch tests and the stuff that we'll talk about. Um, but to me, really a just as big part of your journey has been the mental side of things. Like I just, I feel like in your check-ins since we started, your mindset has just like totally changed towards food. I mean, of course we have like our little conversations that we have to have, but that's just like really anybody. Um, but that's been like a huge thing for me to see, which like, you know, on an Instagram post, people can't really see that. Um, and I think that that's like a really cool part of it too. Um, but my podcast has a lot of like women who are probably in a place where they like want to make a change, but they're kind of scared of taking like a new approach is probably like a lot of my listeners. Um, so I thought that like your journey would be a really good one to share. Um, so I'm just going to ask you lots of questions as you know, kind of send you an outline and just kind of give honest and obviously like whatever comes to your mind um, as far as answers. So whenever you came into coaching, um, I assume you found me through Instagram. I'm not sure. But what was your biggest fear, if you had any, of coming into coaching? Oh, I've been dealing with coaches for so many years. Um, And as you know, I've had one that all of a sudden just ghosted me and I was just, that was bizarre. But it's always nerve wracking because every coach has has a different approach um, to how they they coach you, obviously. Um, some people are okay having you in a deficit for a very long time where you're just totally exhausted and you're burnt out. Some coaches love hit. Um, some coaches love to put you in those ridiculous calorie deficits that are just beyond any means of, you know, being able to work day to day. Um, it's very nerve wracking. And it's funny because I followed you for a very long time and you're one of those people that I've admired only because you're so young and you're so into kind of developing and, and learning new things and different, you're okay with doing different approaches. Um, so I did want to try you out for a long time and I had just been ghosted at that point. And so, um, I like structure. I like somebody to provide that structure. I'm not good at doing that myself. And so I've, that's one reason that I've always reached out to coaches for, for that help, just so that's something that I can take off my plate and it's worked out really well for me. So, yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's always crazy to me. Like when I do hear stories on like consult calls of like people who just like won't get responses from coaches or they're like, Oh yeah. Like sometimes she replied. I'm like, what, (laughs) how's that? How is that a thing? Um, okay. So I think I, I didn't, I don't know. I probably knew this then and forgot that you had had like multiple coaches before. Um, but yay, glad you found me obviously. Uh, so if you can remember, so had those other coaches, this wasn't an outline, but had they put you on like the like hit cardio super low calories was that like a thing that you had had in the past 
Well, when I first started with coaches, it was like in the 2000s era of the stick thin, you know, um, the stick thin bodies were were very in. And so it was all about low fat, um, low sugar, uh, no carbs. And that was just what everybody was doing. And so I had actually lost my cycle on that for about six months. And it was really weird at that time because it was so normal for people that it's like, Oh, don't worry. It's just because, you know, you're at a lower body fat percentage. And I was like, I don't think this is good. (laughs) Like I'm exhausted. And so eventually I just uh, stopped working with them. I had lost a ton of weight, but it just wasn't manageable. And obviously like you just start binging and, Mm -hmm. and, um, it, you, it just comes back right because ultimately your your whole relationship with food it just doesn't get resolved mm-hmm. so yeah, yeah it, it's 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 weird yeah I always say like unsustainable measures is typically unsustainable results um, yeah not that anybody could even be like in a deficit forever but like if we do it sustainably then you don't come out of it just like ready to go crazy um So whenever I had you switch over at first to, I know we implemented, because I was looking back, like way back at the intake notes that I had, and I was like, want to put her in strength-based training, like for the first phase, just to kind of like deload from what your body had been used to. Not that you weren't doing any weights, but I I remember our very first split was very like long rest periods, low, uh, low reps. So whenever I did that and I was like adding food, were you nervous at all? Or were you like fully trusting in your head? If you remember, I think I was both, to be honest with you, I knew my body needed a reset deep down inside. I really, I was in such like a fluctuation with eating, with, with dieting. It was so bad. And I had been dieting for so long at that point. And I knew that my body needed a reset. Did I like it? No, of -hmm. course not. But there's a point where you have to trust somebody that cares about your well-being more than the result initially. Right. And so for me, yeah, I mean, it, it was, it was hard to admit to myself that like this, this is good. This is good. And especially because we had started near like close to Christmas when all the like holiday parties are coming up and you're like, no, I want to diet. Like I want to look good. Mm-hmm. And so I just kind of had to put myself in, in place and be like, no, this, there's more to come. Yeah. And now like and now I know that you know this now, but one thing that I do with so many people, even in the holidays, which is kind of like counter to what people want to do is it's like, no, actually, this is probably like the worst time <laughs> to diet just because we have like other things going on. And as you know, we like to kind of use typically more like maintenance periods um, just for like listeners. We actually we're about to go into another deficit phase. But I remember I think you wanted to start it maybe in like the end of November and I was like maybe we just like with the events and stuff in December just like wait a month um which I think ended up like being for the best um but okay so with training so we never had to go past four days you're still on a four-day split I think there for a while we did three but that was like right after the Dutch test so was that something that you expected to be able to like see the progress that we have with four days were you used to training that amount I don't remember what okay no no I wasn't I was used to seeing I was used to training about five or six days a week so 
for me, three to four, three or four days is like, I'm not going to see anything like this is ridiculous, right? Like, it's really hard to let yourself let somebody else have that control. Do you know what I mean? When you're so used to, to driving it yourself and it's, it's hard when you're like independent and very, um, you know, career-based and you're, you want to have that control of your life. It's hard to let pieces of that, of that go and allow somebody else to take that on for you. You know, at the same time, it's kind of like a relief. Okay. Somebody else is looking over that. Like I don't have to touch it, but it's, it's hard to get your head wrapped around like new ideas. Like, again, I started out when, like I said, when everything was eat nothing and work out a lot. And it's changed so much in the last 20 years. Like, I don't know. I feel like the women are set up a lot better right now, like growing up in an, in, at a time when health is, is different. It's actually geared towards how you feel rather than, you know, how you look specifically. But um, for somebody like myself that has watched that, kind of progress and be made in, you know, in the mindset of the fitness industry and the health industry. It's, it it is scary for sure. Initially. Yeah. You probably thought we needed like more. You were probably like, I know we've had to like have some of those shots sometimes when like you've wanted like another day and it's just like, and I talk about this on Instagram a lot, but just being able to assess like somebody's actual recovery capacity, because you do like work a lot. Um, and so that's like a big, even though I'm sure you love it, it's like still a stressor, kind of like, like my job, it's just like a lot. So I've even had to, in college, I trained like five times a week. Now it's like three to four, because that's just mm-hmm. what I can manage. Um, but yeah, that's definitely very, very common people coming in and they think I'm going to give them more. And I'm like, no, actually, I actually had a couple girls recently who their first week was like no training. And I think they were about to like <laughs> cry, but it ended up working out really well because um, I do it for a reason. But OK, so let's see. And after after this question, I'm going to kind of get into a little bit more about like whenever we did do the Dutch test, because you mentioned like how the industry is moving more towards like health and how you feel. And I know as you've been with me for this year, you've probably even noticed like my progressions like in that area as well because it's something that is just like so valuable um to to focus on but if you can remember since we started I know like one of your goals was like the brain fog and stuff and I know like we've had diets and like you're always going to feel a little less than optimal during a diet but in general how would you say that that's changed like on a daily basis just like how you feel it's definitely improved so much. And I have to laugh sometimes when you like, when you talk about like the diet phase and you're eating less and all that, I actually found that on our last diet phase, I had so much more energy, like the further in we got the the heavier, I felt like I could lift the, the more, I don't know. I, I just felt like I could push more and it was so bizarre to me. And I think that's why at that time I'm like, let's keep going. Let's keep going. Like, this is good. Um, but yeah, like, I don't know. I, I do feel better. Like I, even at work, I can focus a lot more. Mm-hmm. It's definitely, definitely improved. Yeah. And you know, one thing too, 
why you might have like felt that way is because we did before your last diet we pushed your food like decently high and like especially for you and for your height and so sometimes like at that end stage of like top end of maintenance you can almost feel like a little tired after meals because it's just like a lot of carbs um so that could have been part of it I know like when I did my last diet I the first few weeks I felt that way towards the end I was like I'm over this but um that's good I'm glad hopefully that'll happen this time too um so I'm gonna kind of talk about like the Dutch chess and then have some follow-up questions on that so there was a period of time whenever we ended up um we did a diet and we were getting like some changes but it just like wasn't what would be like expected and more so like from my perspective what I was seeing was there was just like a lot of fluctuation so it was like biofeedback one week would be good and then it was off like we would see some scale drops and then it would kind of go up so there and there's always some fluctuations in a diet but it was definitely like okay her body is like really stressed like for some reason and I think that was starting to trickle down into like the mental stress which then affects like your body and so you were able to get the Dutch test um, which for any of my listeners it's a really really like deep insight into hormones you can see like how they metabolize so it's a little bit different than just like getting a blood draw um and we basically just saw that like some of her sex hormones were down regulated um and the bigger thing was the liver detox um a lot of that was something that we saw that we really wanted to work on so what we ended up doing which i'm sure you <laughs> didn't love this at first but we jumped into a phase of like low volume training i think it was 3 times a week um just focusing on more relaxation i know that you implement um, you did some stuff on your own too. I don't know how long you kept up with those, but I think you did like, um, what was the therapy thing? Not like a therapy, like a person, but you did like a deep breathing class and something else. I don't remember what it was. Oh my gosh. This would have been so long ago. Um, I was taking some, I don't remember what it was. I don't, yeah, I can't remember either, to be honest with you. Well, sorry, it was like, uh, I don't, I'm not going to remember the name, so it doesn't matter, but I know that you had in a brief, uh, deep breathing class. Cause we were just working on like other relaxation techniques basically. Um, and then like we focused on just like your adrenals as well. So like morning walks, getting sunlight, less caffeine, and then the liver support, which we did through diet, um, and through the supplementation, um, and then at that, that was the time when we got your food almost to the 2000 calories, which for context for my listeners, she's five, two. So that's like pretty high. Yeah. Um, but after we did all of that, like the next deficit phase went really smoothly. Um, and I think that's the one that you're referring to that, like you felt really good on. Yeah, that's um, right. And it went really smooth. And that's when like a big bulk of the transformation, like photo wise happened. And I think obviously some of that for sure like was obviously body fat but I think it was also just like a lot of inflammation because like your body just wasn't under as much stress um so with all that being said I just kind of wanted to give context but when you did end up getting the Dutch um I guess and this is just like you talking to my listeners or maybe even some of my clients who are in a similar position how did you mentally get on board with that when you were, you were very much so in like, I want to diet mode, but like, it's not like your body wasn't responding as well. So how did you get on board with like, okay, I have to take this time to address these things. 
Um, I've known for a long time that something wasn't right with my body because what would happen is I had no problem dieting ever. However, if I ever ate anything that was, let's say a treat or something, um, my body would retain so much water. Like it was ridiculous. Um, I remember Christmas break, you know, you indulge that one week and it's just like, oh, this is great. This is fantastic. My pants would not fit. Like I retained so much water. Like I can't even, I can't even explain, like people would not believe me, but I knew something was off. And the hardest part is admitting to yourself, like, I need to take a break. This isn't just about losing the weight. This is about fixing um, me and the fact that somebody actually wanted to take the time to do that and look through a test. And like, I sent you everything. I sent you blood work that I had gotten done. I had gotten hormone tests done, like, I don't know, since 2015 on and off. And like, I literally sent you, and then I went to get blood work specifically done too, that you had requested. Like, I was like, okay, let's get to the bottom of this. It's so hard to admit to yourself that, okay, no, I need to back up before I move forward. But it ended up being such a good idea. <laughs> yeah. And I think it helps that I've had to do that too. So it's like, I could mm -hmm. like show you like, hey, this is really worth it. Because I remember getting my labs back and I was like, okay, like you have to take like a step back because my stuff was just like all so low. Um, yeah. But yeah, and I think I love, I, I forgot that we also did like the the thyroid test and stuff, but yeah, I love just like hearing even like your perspective from it just because it is mentally like hard to do, but it is like so worth it once you do it. Um, and it's just one of those things where you know that you're going to like in the long term see better results because you put that work in um mm -hmm. and just like feel better in general okay so we'll kind of move on to just like some general questions so like just for the whole phase also I think there's like a car horn honking so sorry podcast. I can't hear it okay good. Oh, good yeah so we've really and you brought this up earlier but we've really periodized just like your dieting phases in general um one to prevent burnout and just so like you can actually maintain your progress I think you actually said in a check-in the other day like oh wow I'm maintaining here and like eating quite a bit like that's you know awesome um so I'm guessing that's not something that you had done in the past and what what do you like really enjoy about the approach like what are the benefits that you see from it um, I was really shocked throughout December. I have a lot going on in December. I have my birthday. I have my work Christmas party. I have a in-office work party. I have, you know, friend gatherings, family gatherings, and my weight just stayed stable. It would maybe jump up a pound or two after we had like a meal or something. And then by by the time we checked in, it would restabilize. It was the most bizarre thing to me. And like, I was just like, Sydney, like my, my weight's not going up. Like what is happening? Like typically it would take a week to come down, like at least a week to renormalize. And even then it would stay on the higher side, but like, it just wasn't going up after a cut. And it just blew my mind. Like absolutely blew my mind. And don't get me wrong. Like 
I, there was days like I was having, you know, more than two drinks. There was a days I was eating probably more than I should have, and it would still come down. And obviously for the most part, I was following like a clean eating. It was like a one off a week, (laughs) but it was, it was just bizarre to me that like, I could have that social gathering because there was a time when I totally cut myself off of that right because I knew my body would react and now it was like oh my god I can be human like I can go out I can have a social life and and enjoy myself but my weight is okay like what is this I love that yeah it was probably your adrenals are in a better spot so you're not holding on to as much water as easily because that's like something that can get so thrown off with adrenals is like the water retention um but oh I love that I always love your wins of like those are like the mental wins I feel well I thought it was funny because I I don't know like I was constantly telling you like November I was stressed out of my mind like work was crazy December same thing wrapping up at the end of the year like I was so worried that even those stressful points would cause a fluctuation and it never did. And it was like, just so eye-opening to me. It was like, okay, my body can handle the day-to-day stresses. My body can handle me, you know, having um, a meal out and I know how to navigate my meals for that day in order to do that successfully context yeah yeah it's it was it was just that I think was it was so eye-opening and it came at such a you know a, like I said probably the craziest time of the year you know the rest of the year you probably have one or two birthdays or gatherings that you can kind of you know play with but December's insane and it just came and went and it was fine and it was like okay we're yeah. good yeah Yeah. and like when you get a stress response in a better place like Mm -hmm. I'm very big at first I do emphasize like we have to pull it off like from so many places like wherever we can we have to get stress off but eventually like the goal is to get your body to a place where you can adapt to stressors better like we never want to overload you again but just the fact that you're able to like actually handle some of life stressors better without it like impacting your health and, and your weight and all of that um so, okay, you kind of mentioned this, but how how has your your relationship with food, I feel like, has changed a lot, but is there, like, any main things that are different now than they used to be before we started? I think that, I'm, like, to be honest, I think that my relationship with food is, like, a continuing, mm-hmm. I, I don't want to say struggle, because it's definitely gotten so much better, but especially when you, you live on your own and, you know, there's nobody there to tell you, uh, maybe we shouldn't do that. Or, you know, like you don't have anybody to share with, I think is the biggest thing. So you really have to be careful as somebody that has a history of binge eating. And so one, it's about not having so much in your house that can cause that. But I, the one thing that's really helped me is I really have learned to listen to my body. Like if I'm full, if I'm satiated and the whole rule of it takes 20 minutes for your body to tell you, it's not a lie. It takes 20 minutes for your body to tell you. So you have to give it that break. 
and say, okay, am I still hungry? And I don't know. It, it's just, I think that's been my biggest shift. It's like, wait a minute, like I'm full, like I can, I can stop. I'm good. You know, mm-hmm. that's been the biggest eye opener. That's been the biggest mindset change for me. Yeah. And I think, would you say even like, and I don't, this might not be the case, but before, did you have more guilt with like implementing certain foods? Like has our macro based approach, even though we do focus on diet quality, has that like helped a lot? Or was that something that you kind of already did? I don't know. I feel like guilt will always be there a little bit. Um, as soon as you you have a treat or whatever, like um, an over caloric dessert, um, I feel like, you know, that that doesn't change so quickly, but you try to kind of step, take a step back and realize that, okay, it, it didn't affect me, you know, the last time I did it. So it shouldn't affect me this time. Um, I'm so used to following macros, following macros isn't a problem for me. Um, and kind of adjusting what I eat. I think all that kind of comes into play and just has made things definitely easier for me. And hopefully there's one day when I can actually trust myself not to be with off of macros, but, um, right now I think it's, it's a structure that definitely works really well for me. Yeah. You had some good days in December though. I feel like we had, we had some progress this December with like some untracked meals and stuff where we felt a little more trusting but oh yeah, yeah definitely yeah we're definitely because I think that's something where I've told you in the past I'm like let's do an untracked day and you're like I don't know if I want to um but we're, we're yeah I had my work Christmas party and the next day I had dropped two pounds I was like what is this <laughs> it was the weirdest thing like yeah. I don't know yeah definitely a shift yeah and I think I mean I think it'll always be I wouldn't say a struggle. I really think we can get you to a point where like it won't be something where you have guilt anymore. But like you said, it's it's definitely not something that happens overnight, especially like especially since right now we are still tracking and we're about to go into a diet like your mindset's just like not there right now. So it's Mm -hmm. like that's probably not going to be the time where we're just going to have a bunch of untracked meals or whatever, as you know. Um, But okay, so let's see okay so the last two questions here kind of like for people who might be thinking about either like hiring me just like getting guidance in general like whatever but what would you say to someone who is like where you were when you came to me but they're scared to start for really like I would say more so because they're stuck in the ways that they were in we'll kind of go with that one what would you say to to them (laughs) Um, I would say it's really hard to give that part of your life, to give the control of that part of your life to somebody else. Um, I mean, for me, when I first started working out, I would just literally go on the elliptical for an hour and then leave, you know, there was no structure. I didn't know what I was doing. And I think you have to admit to yourself, like, you don't know what you're doing. Um, like I watch, people I know go through this cycle and you're just like, stop, just, just stop, just please stop. But you have to realize it yourself. You have to first admit it that, you know, you need help, but you know, you have to also invest in that part of your life and, and let somebody else take that on because one, it takes the stress off you. 
And two, if we're all able to have these like cell phones and expensive cell phones and, you know, these electronic gadgets and whatever, I'm pretty sure we can invest in, in coaching and just the amount of freedom that this has given me, like, especially working with you, like the amount of freedom with food, freedom from worrying about what's going to happen the next day or after the holidays, or it's just, I don't know. It's, it's kind of like, you just feel like a huge weight is just lifted off your shoulder. And, but you, you don't understand that until you actually dive in. Right. Mm -hmm. So I'm just happy for myself that I did reach out to you and obviously after a year of almost a year of struggling to rebalance my body um there's like the amount of progress we made in 8 weeks mm -hmm. is unreal like people need to realize that was 8 weeks and after that 8 weeks through christmas you know like nothing happened it like we stayed low and that wasn't from me like you know I still ate healthy through the holidays but I also still treated myself like I there were days where I probably did indulge um and Christmas Eve I took off like that's the day my my family celebrates Christmas so you can live you know an un I don't want to say restricted life and and get the results you want and I know I still mentally have a ways to go but I definitely think that last year was a huge pivotal turn for me mentally and I mean I only have you to thank for that uh -huh. so yeah, <laughs> like you definitely made a big mental turn last year and like the eight weeks that we made so much progress it's like what people also need to hear is it's like all the time that we spent to get you to be able to progress like really yeah. well um which they heard us like talking about but it's you know so many people try to skip the foundation phase and you just can't do that or you'll just keep ending back in, like the same same cycle if you keep trying to skip it yeah. um you kind of answered this but like so the guidance for you it sounds like the biggest part has just been like you don't have to think about it like you can just kind of like trust me with the short-term plan, the long-term plan, and you can just like focus on your work and your life and just kind of like execute. Is there anything else like with the guidance that you find super valuable? Is that kind of like the main? I think that's the main step for me. I think what really made the turning point for me in, in terms of like your guidance was realize that I went to a specific like naturopathic doctor for the Dutch test that I was following their guidance for, for, you know, maybe the first few weeks. Mm -hmm. And it was you that actually said, um, I don't know why he has you on that. It doesn't make sense. Like based on what yeah, I'm saying on your results. And I'm just like, sorry, the estrogen. Right. Cause it was like, yeah, like yeah. it was just, I was like, what? I mean, I'm going to this doctor and my coach is telling me, what are you doing? Mm -hmm. um, so I think it was at that point, I just like cut them out 
you're like, we're going to do this, this, and this, and this is the structure we're going to follow. This is supplements we're going to put you on. And this is what your macros are going to be. This is what your training cycle is going to be. You're only going to train three days a week. I didn't want you to get minimal steps. It was like 6,000 or something. I was like, what the hell? That's like <laughs> nothing. Um, like it was just like, you knew right away what was going on and what my body was going through and what to do to fix it. And I was just like, oh my God, like this girl's been doing this for not even that long. And like, it was just like, boom, boom, boom. And I was like, Kate, you know what? Screw it. At this point, I've been dealing with this for so long. I have nothing to lose. Let's just do it. Yeah. And I literally put all my trust in you as a coach to, and I don't think every coach can do this. I've worked with five different coaches. So don't, don't think that this is like, you really have to, and a lot of it is luck to find the right coach that, that fits you. But I mean, the fact that you were able to just know what to do, like it, it did blow my mind. And I do think a lot of it is, you know, what you went through yourself. So I appreciate that. I think that we, it, it's not just about the load off. It's, it's about the trust that you have to gain with the individual. I had to put a lot of trust in you. Um, I've always told you, I love your training splits. Like, <laughs> I just think they're fun. I go to the gym in the morning and to me, that's like my de-stress, yeah. you know what I mean? And for me to enjoy that time instead of be like, oh my God, I'm at the gym again. Like I've never missed a workout. Yeah. I don't like, really, really don't think you have. No, I've never missed a workout. If I, if I couldn't make a day, I would make up for it on another day in the week. Like I've always, you know, got my steps in my training is not something I screw with. And it's not something that um, has ever been an issue for me. Right. So I'm lucky that way, even if I don't feel motivated, I'm still in that gym. And so I'm like, if I'm going to pay for somebody, I'm going to like put my all in. Um, my problem is more the diet side of it. So you have helped so mm -hmm. much in that, but I don't think other coaches are even as personable as you. Mm -hmm. So there is definitely, um, you have an understanding of, of, you know, emotions that we go through, um, and just how to support that. And that's hard to find. So I don't want to say like, I don't want to, tell people to go to like any coach because there's so many bad ones out there. Um, but for you, I would recommend your, you to people and you know, your approach. And I just personally have had a lot of success with you more than anybody else. Thank you. Yeah. That's so encouraging. And I think, yeah, there's definitely, there are obviously, as you even would know, like there are other good coaches, but there's so many like that aren't, and it depends like what you're going to need, like, yeah, or like the Dutch test and like all of that kind of stuff. Um, but yeah, I actually forgot about that whenever that happened that I was like, wait, that's going to like lower that even more. Like, <laughs> let's not take that. I forgot about that. Um, but that's also sweet. I'm like, wow, I was not expecting all the, all the coaching love, but I appreciate it. Um, and also like, you've just been like a very adherent, consistent client. So I think that's like important. I talk about this on the podcast, but when I talk about results with any client, like the 
it's me and then it's like you it's like we meet in the middle and like you follow it like you said you haven't missed training you near even like when you say you're off on macros I'm like you're like not really that off like you're very very adherent and consistent which is like why we've been able to do what we have um so that's everything that I wanted to ask you about but is there anything that you wanted to add that I didn't cover it's okay if not um but if there is um, I don't think so. I, I enjoy your community. I enjoy your app with the girls. Um, it's just, I don't know. It's encouraging to know that there's other people that are, have the same struggles. Um, and yeah, I like, I just, I don't know. You're the longest coach I've, I've worked with. So I, I'm just excited to continue. I think we're extended to the summer. So that's really exciting. We'll do this stuff. Sit. And then maybe we'll build you some more trust with untracked days. <laughs> yeah, for sure. That's the next goal. Next, that'll be our next thing. Um, well, thanks for getting on here to talk. I'm just going to like outro for the podcast people. But um, so for anybody listening, thank you guys for listening. And if you guys want to see her transformation post, I'll link it in the show notes. Um, it's on my Instagram. So you guys can go look at it if you want to. Um, but I will talk to you guys in the next episode. All right, you guys, thank you so much for listening. I hope that you enjoyed the interview. Like I said, I will put her transformation post that I've made in the show notes if you want to check it out. And then as always, if you are interested in working with me one-on-one, there's always a link in the show notes, but I'm always happy to chat back and forth in the DMs as well. So if you want to chat about anything, if anything stood out to you in this and you're like, wow, that really called me out. I really want to talk about this. Please feel free to message me, but I hope that this interview was valuable for you guys and I will talk to you in the next episode. Bye.